0: They say that every good joke has a shred of truth to it. Well, I think that's the same for most conspiracy theories. So obviously with what's going on, the average person will label you a conspiracy theorist if you challenge the narrative. This is no different, it happens all the time. Whether it's 9-11, whether it's the Patriot Act, whether it's just the giving up of rights on a slow, gradual basis in this country, the average person will believe what they see in the media and that becomes their reality. And anything that you do to challenge that You get labeled as crazy, doomsday, or conspiracy theorists, et cetera. Let's analyze this. And then let's give you a few things that people thought was a conspiracy theory that turned out to be true. And there's actually a lot of them. And what did people do that were in the middle of it? Like, for example, smoking. All those smokers, including doctors, that liked to smoke, that wanted to keep smoking, and that didn't want to feel like smoking was bad for you, they all said the same damn thing. Because anybody that came out saying smoking is bad for you And then the tobacco companies suppressed evidence that was bad for you, they would have labeled anybody that said that as conspiracy theorists. I'm sure you can go back into the New York Times or any of these publications that were around that can show articles, maybe even calling people trying to promote awareness, conspiracy theorists. And that's just one example. Calling somebody a conspiracy theorist is lazy thinking. I would even say there's probably a few cognitive biases that are connected to the idea of conspiracy theorists on either end, whether you're like hardcore conspiracy theorists and you think everything's a conspiracy, or you're somewhere in the middle, or you're on the other end and you just think, oh, there's no such thing as conspiracies. Well, let me just paint a picture for you. Why do you hear the phrase, never let a good crisis go to waste? Because that's what I think is happening in 2020. Maybe somebody did release a virus. Maybe there was some conspiracy to release this as a means to print dollars and short the market and make a bunch of money. Well, here's one thing. 9-11, before that happened, somebody placed a short or a couple of shorts in the U.S. stock market and made billions. Was that a conspiracy? Or maybe the people that knew what was gonna happen decided to make some money off of it. I don't know. Is that a conspiracy or is it just cause and effect? The way it applies today with the virus, it got a bunch of media attention, it got picked up, people got afraid, and it became worldwide sensation. Whether that was justified or not, beside the point. Whether you think somebody planned it or not, beside the point, because here's one thing that's true. At this point, something that's supposed to be two weeks of lockdown and masks and social distancing, we're now like months in, even when the numbers don't justify it, even when they haven't isolated this virus, even when we don't even know what we're even talking about half the time. And then taking into account all the other things like 50 to 100 coronaviruses a year are out there mutating, right? Even just something like that. This is just a fact. Ask any virologist before 2020 and they'll tell you the same thing. These are just facts here. There's coronaviruses everywhere. There's other viruses everywhere. There's rhinoviruses. Coronaviruses are responsible for the common cold most of the time. Seasonal flu. Nobody's debating that. So why is it so hard to understand that maybe we've overreacted? Maybe that the politicians and the epidemiologists and the scientists and all these people that are basically profiting from fear-mongering Why is it so hard to see that maybe the incentive structures are there in a way to which we don't have the facts, we're not responding to it correctly, we're not thinking about it correctly, and that there's a lot to still figure out. Throughout history, humans have done really stupid things. We used to use bleaches in medical care, all right, for things that leeches couldn't actually do anything. We used to bloodlet. Washington was killed by his doctor because he came down with a fever and they bled out some absurd, like two to three pints of blood and he died. We now donate blood because we know how important it is. Keep going back to see the absurdities of what humans at a certain period of time used to think was normal okay and they look like children. They look like cavemen to us today and in 2100 it's gonna be the same thing. They're gonna look back on humans of 2020. They're gonna look at the pandemic of 2020 and be like what the hell were they thinking? As this relates to conspiracy theories though, if you quickly label something as conspiracy theory because it creates cognitive dissonance in your mind and you don't want to think about that. You think it's wrong or it's sensationalist or whatever. You're committing lazy thinking and it's probably making you more fragile and you're being close-minded. You're being myopic. This is not a good way to think. Most people cannot delineate the differences and talk about the data objectively when there's dissonance in their mind, right? They go into something and they say, okay, I'm not going to believe any of that. And so I'm going to just argue why it's wrong. I'm going to pick out all these things. I'm going to hop around. And generally, When you actually have a point or you offer facts, people just ignore them and go on to something else because they don't want to address it. They want to believe what they want to believe. And this is obviously a sickness of the human mind. And it's why we have the polarized politics of 2020. And it's why we have a lot of the problems with the human experience in general. The virus of 2020 has become political. People are are literally blaming deaths for this virus on our president or some other person or whatever. And it took a long time for it to become okay to say anything against the lockdowns or the masks or the social distancing. And even now in a lot of circles, you have people that will come out and attack you if you even question like whether masks work or not. In fact, in a very sad, just telling example of how vicious, destructive, and really stupid humans can be, somebody I know lost a sister. And it was complications related to Maybe this virus, maybe not, but there was also underlying health complications and whatever something happened and uh, she's gone. People were out messaging this person who lost a sister saying things like, you know, your mom killed her because she didn't make her wear a mask and things like that. Really nasty, disgusting stuff. I've been talking about this more in 2020 and trying to bring awareness to people of just how to think better, how to question their own dogma and beliefs, how to not be idiots and assholes. (laughs) But one thing you should know for sure, there's a lot of really stupid people out there. In America, there's lots and lots and lots of stupid people. I think George Carlin said, imagine how dumb the average person is. And then realize that at least half of the people are dumber than that. Don't be lazy in your thinking. Don't write people off because you don't like what they're saying because it challenges your worldview or whatever. And don't call them names. don't Don't claim they're, it's conspiracy, whatever. Because again, like I said, whether somebody planned this or not is irrelevant because it's being used for political gain. I'll just keep saying that because anybody that would respond negatively to this to what I'm saying right now that and that would try to discredit it or whatever, they can't refute that. You cannot refute that it's being used for political means. And then we could look at the numbers. The 2020 death rate, the average amount of people that die every single day, it's like around 7,500. In 2017, I think it was like 7,767. Guess what it is in 2020? It's less. How's that the case? Well, maybe a lot of the people that are dying from influenza and other complications of health are getting tested positive with these faulty tests. And that's what's skyrocketing those numbers. But overall, the numbers are still lower. We're in the middle of a pandemic and less people are dying than in 2017. The CDC came out with this. It's it's just go look for it. It's out there. This is not like a debatable thing. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is just data. (laughs) And it's not even about that. This is about like thinking and conspiracy theorists and how to just not fall victim to bias. It's such a dangerous thing. It's like, I wish more people cared. Like this type of video wouldn't even get a lot of views. There's no keyword I can use or title. People aren't searching for like, how can I not be an idiot? Or how can I think better and not be a freaking moron? How can I not be an asshole? Like generally people don't search for that. So you have to kind of like figure out how to get in front of people's you know purview so they can maybe hopefully learn something. But then even then, even the fact that I'm saying you're probably being an idiot about things and you're probably being biased about things, we all are, right? We all are. Most people that aren't willing to have an open mind. Like I know I know a lot of people that follow me. They are more open-minded. They're more uh, willing to admit when they're wrong That because that's how I am. And it, you, know, you just attract people that are like you. It just is what it is, law of attraction, whatever you wanna call it. And then I get those people every so often that no matter what I say, they'll come out and they'll have something negative to say, whether it's about carnivore diet, whether it's about health, whether it's about something controversial, I'll say, whether it's just like a statistic I'll throw out there and be like, hey guys, 2020 deaths are lower than 2017. Maybe we shouldn't be overreacting. There's also research showing that there's three suicides because the suicide rate is up crazy for every two deaths from this apparent virus, right? Because the psychological effect of losing job, of staying inside, lockdown, all these different things, those two things right there, whether you think that this is just tragic and we, and we should cower inside or not, you cannot argue those two facts, right? So like address that, talk about that to yourself. You don't have to say anything to me. I don't care. I don't care what you have to say about it. Have a discussion with yourself. Say, okay, well, in the beginning, this looked really bad and then time went on and every day that goes on, it's been less bad. So should I keep believing the same narrative in the beginning as new information comes out or should I try to update what I think about this? Should I maybe change my tune? Should I maybe be more worried about my constitutional rights than I am about this virus? Because guess what? Every year the flu's around. We don't do anything different. We don't give up our freedoms like that. And there will be more viruses and pandemics and whatever forever throughout history. And the idea that we're gonna just keep giving up rights and doing these things like tripping and tracking vaccines or whatever, complete and utter malarkey, it's nonsense. It doesn't even work. How can you have a vaccine for something you haven't even isolated yet? <laughs> but I digress. So real quick, few conspiracy theories that turned out to be true. So like I said, the cigarette companies, there was a conspiracy that they were suppressing information. It later came out that that's exactly what they were doing. But guess what? All those smokers at the time, they don't want to hear it. Oh, you're conspiracy theorists. They're not doing that. Whatever. Guaranteed. Right? Remember, almost everybody used to smoke. There was a conspiracy that 1,600 Nazi scientists were sent to work in the U.S. And so before this became public, some people had talked about it, it leaked. And of course, most people are like, oh, that couldn't have happened. No way. We killed all those Nazis or they're on trial or whatever. There's one guy in particular, uh, Werner von Braun was a well-known Nazi participant he was even a part of the development of the operations division of the Army Ballistic Missile Agency. And then he was involved in the moon landing and the Jupiter sea rocket. There was obviously a lot of smart Nazis to think that the government would just let them go or whatever, or, or just kill them and waste that. I, I think that's kind of myopic thinking. But again, at the time, if this wasn't information, a lot of people would have said this was probably conspiracy. And then it came out to be true. CIA project Operation Mockingbird spied on members of the Washington press starting in early 1950. And then part of the operation, they paid journalists to publish CIA propaganda. They wiretapped phones and other things like that. I guess the conspiracy would have been, you know, CIA muddling in media for the American people. And I guess they're trying to promote some kind of propaganda. And a lot of people at the time would have probably said that's conspiracy. That's ridiculous. CIA is only a, is a non-domestic organization. They only operate off US soil, et cetera. This is pretty well known at this point. (laughs) Oh, the NFL and the brain damage thing. There was even a movie, Concussion, with Will Smith about this. There was a forensic pathologist, Bennett Amalu, that was making the connection between brain damage and football players. And I guess some had died and he was trying to bring awareness to this. And he was obviously shut down by the NFL and they sued him. They did all these things to try to suppress what he was saying. You know, at the time, I guarantee you, like anybody that was either fan of football or maybe even football players or family or whatever, they probably would just been like, oh, I don't wanna hear that. that. Like, I don't wanna think that my husband or the sport I like or whatever is killing people. So they would probably label someone like him, conspiracy theorists, crazy, quack, whatever. This is a theme. Anybody that comes out that challenges the narrative that's held by the masses or the media or the politicians, they're always discredited. So these are just some thoughts about conspiracy theory, how to think better, not falling victim to bias, I have no idea what to title this video, but if you want more like this, make sure you subscribe and head over to Coach to get the AM5 newsletter to get all the updates. And I hope to see you in the next one.